Hey there, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process. I'm Sarah, self-proclaimed Bachelor super fan and person who actually believes it's possible to find love on the show. Join me each week as I recap episodes with my friends who love talking about The Bachelor as much as I do. So go grab some rosé and join me along for the journey. Well, technically, it's week four, I guess. Actually, not technically, it's week four. Technically, it's the end of last week's week three because we didn't get through everything. I always try to keep you guys, you know, on track with all of that. But we have a very special episode today because we have two friends of the pod joining. Um, We have Connie, who you guys have heard from before, and it's wonderful and hilarious. And then we have, (laughs) that's her. And then we have equally wonderful and hilarious lady. Hello. Hello. I'm very happy to be here. I'm super excited. It's so fun. Lainey and I, I feel like, yeah, so we haven't seen each other in like, 10 years but we often dm text about the bachelor yeah <laughs> throughout all that time so it's so great to see your face it is so great to see your face too <laughs> um Lainey tell us a little bit about your like history with the show why you love it still or not love it still but can't get away from it whatever yeah. how you feel yeah, I would say the latter. Um, I'm, I'm slowly starting to come back from it a little bit, but I actually started watching Ali Fedotowski's season. Such a good season. We yeah. haven't had breakups that devastating, I think, in like a really long time. So only- she got engaged to Roberto, who was very spicy. He was hot. <laughs> yes. He was from Carlton. But my crush on that season was Chris L., because he was from Cape Cod. That was the runner-up, right? Yeah, he was the runner-up. I was so, so in love with him. Cool. And then from there, I was just hooked. I actually recently season. looked Chris L up because, I don't know, I was just like thinking about Ali as I do. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I remember that guy, but he gave her like the bracelet. Yes. Yeah. So remember when they were doing like greatest hits of The Bachelor whatever. I'm pretty sure Chris L was on that at one point and he's got like a beautiful family. Pretty sure yeah. he lives on the Cape. Like he's doing so well. He pretty much looks exactly the same. So he has aged exceptionally well. So <laughs> happy, happy to hear him. that. So yeah. happy to hear that. Yeah. yeah. And that was, um, I forgot the guy's name, but garden protect your heart. He got a tattoo for Casey. Casey. <laughs> <laughs> My, So I think I was like, I was home that summer. I I don't know. I was watching some of that with my parents and I can't forget, like, I think it was my mom or my dad said, like, he sounds like he has pudding stuck in his throat. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Or like, or like marbles in his marbles or something. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Gotta protect your heart. heart. Gotta protect your heart. Yeah. That (laughs) one's. 
such a good season. Okay. It was a very good season. And you've watched every season since? Every single season since. I think um, the last few years, especially I think since Pilot Pete's season, mm. I've been <laughs> contemplating watching every season. But alas, here I am. And I actually think Katie's season is my favorite in a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people feel the same way as you. I think a lot of people were turned off when Hannah Brown was, excuse me, announced as the bachelorette. I was Mm -hmm. actually quite excited about her. I thought she was really different. We hadn't had someone like her, um, really ever, uh, young and obviously, you know, still has a lot to learn, but like, I was excited for that one, but Mm -hmm. I think that's when people kind of started to fall off and no one was like happy about pilot Pete being the bachelor. No, no I still want Mike Johnson. He's my bachelor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not my bachelor. Not yeah. Pilot Pete. Even, like Rachel Lindsay talked about this in like the recent, was it Vulture article? She was mm. like, they had every opportunity to cast their first black bachelor with Mike Johnson. Everyone loved him. It was yeah. a no brainer. And they went, I literally think she said in the article, she's like, they went with this like skinny little white guy. Yeah, I was never like blown away by Peter. I just feel like it was, they just wanted another white bachelor. And that's where I started to have a problem. And then, you know, all this stuff with Chris Harrison was just outrageous. And so I feel like if if Chris Harrison had come back, I would not have continued to watch. And that's just me. Personally, I, I don't miss him. I don't think that he really added anything to the show now that he's gone. Um, I definitely have thoughts about Caitlin and Tasha, which I'm sure we'll we'll talk about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, like overall, why don't we all talk about like the season? Like Connie, we're a few episodes in now. Like, how mm. are you feeling about it? Do you I, I do. I've been very pleasantly surprised. Um I just like every episode, I find myself so like blown away by how poised and decisive she is. Um, And I feel like she has emotionally handled some really tough situations very, very well. Um, And I think Sarah, you guys said this on the last podcast where it's just so emblematic of her age and her maturity level. Yeah. And the fact that like, thank God they didn't just cast another like beautiful, fun, spunky 24 year old who had like, you know, hadn't really like lived a lot. Um, cause I, I think the show was almost getting back to its true nature in terms of like, this truly is a woman who is here for a purpose. And that purpose is to find love. So for that reason, like kudos to Katie breath of fresh air. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think I, I like the fact that she's, she's 30. And as we know with Claire, older age doesn't necessarily mean maturity or ability. I, I don't know. That's how I feel mm-hmm. about Claire. Um, so Claire. I, I feel like Katie's like the sweet spot that we've been missing for a mm-hmm. long time. Um, I really like this group of guys. I really I know. Like favorite okay. group of guys in a long time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have said this too. However, I think I find myself saying every season at the beginning like I love these guys and <laughs> that starts to change like midway through so I'm like yeah. yes right now I love these guys but I'm like preparing myself to not yeah yeah and I think like with the whole 
Thomas situation and the Carl situation, Mm. what's happening is something that I've actually been wanting to see for a long time where like the men as a group or the, or the women as a group kind of in solidarity warn the lead about it. And that the lead actually takes into consideration what they're saying and does something about it. Um, But I think it almost, I'm I'm worried that it's going to be taken a little bit too far because who's next? Mm -hmm. Who are they all going to like gang up on next? And and, like, who's going to be the next villain? Like there's always going to be guys there for the wrong reasons or whatever, you know, like Mm -hmm. stuff's going to come out. But I do kind of like this trend if it stays under control. Yeah. Okay. Let's, I like literally never do this, but let's just like, cause we're on the topic of Thomas. Let's just talk about him. Like, let's just yep. like do the whole Thomas thing now because I feel conflicted Okay. Kind of because of yep. what you're saying. I like, or I guess I liked that first time that at like the rose ceremony, they were all like, we're here for you, Katie. Like we support you and you mm-hmm. know, like unity or whatever but I I don't know that I feel like Thomas deserved to get sent home like the level of vitriol that that way Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. because I would say 88% of those guys (laughs) have thought about being the bachelor (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I was like annoyed at the hypocrisy. And like, I'll say this with like, I know literally nothing about Thomas. Like I thought it was a little weird how like she didn't seem to know much too. But like two weeks ago, she was like, I just like am attracted to you and I have a crush on you and I don't really know why. And I feel like we have this chemistry, which is fine. Like, I think that happens with people, but I like, this is me not knowing anything about him. Mm -hmm. I like, I don't know. I like felt kind of weird about that. Mm-hmm. I think, <clears throat> sorry, was it Andrew? Is the same Andrew, the young man who plays soccer? Yes. Mm-hmm. He made a valid I love that you just point. called him a young, young man. man he is soccer. a young man. <laughs> He's a young man soccer He's player. He's younger than all of us. Yeah. Um, but he, he did, I think, make a valid point where he was essentially like, you know, if, if it becomes a democratic process of who stays and who goes, like, should how much efficacy do we each have in our relationship with Katie if it becomes up to the other men to decide if they're the right fit for her mm-hmm. like he, he was almost saying to Lainey's point of like this could easily go too far yeah. where it's going to get flipped back on anybody who says the wrong thing or acts the wrong way where you know your intentions call it into question and then she gets tipped off by a horde of angry men mm-hmm. so he did make a good point with that being said, I was still very rubbed the wrong way by Thomas from his last group date, like the red flag date, essentially, um, where everyone had to go around saying their secrets. With Nick Vial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who was there for no reason. The number one choice for therapy date. <laughs> Listen, I, I read a lot. Like Nick gives love advice on Instagram. He does like the ask me a question. And I actually agree with most things that Nick said. <laughs> There, I know you're a huge Nick Vial fan, um, and it, that is that is really funny to me. I'm not judging; it's just it's interesting. Um, so yeah, I agree with Connie um, with Thomas, and of course, I'm looking at this through the lens of the fact that I see this a lot. You know, like 
I think everyone is an antisocial personality disorder. Everyone's a sociopath. <laughs> too much. I've listened to too much true crime and murder things. And I am just like, Thomas is, is really good at what he does. He's smart. He's calculated. I think she initially really liked him because he's hot, <laughs> which like wouldn't sure. Yeah, um, same. But like going back to the, to the red flag thing, like he never answered a single question directly mm-hmm. when their conversation was over. He was like, Oh shit, I didn't lie good enough. So let me go back mm-hmm. and try to like cover up my tracks. Um, let me see if I can like rein her back in because as soon as he feels that she's slipping, he feels like he needs to come back and just like put his claws in her even more love bomb, Um, love bombing. Yeah. And I think her gut was starting to tell her that something was Mm -hmm. off about him, but she really Mm -hmm. didn't want to believe it again, because he's that hot. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think like she was having a hard time grappling with the reality, but I think deep down she was like, yeah, like I, I believe this. I think he's, he's the smooth talker. Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys are right. You've convinced me. Here okay. you go. <laughs> that said, the way that she ejected cool. him from the show. <laughs> Bowing down. Bowing down. down. Showing up at the temple of Katie to worship tomorrow. Like, wow, girl. <laughs> Step back. And the look <laughs> on the guy's faces was Justin. Justin has like the best facial expressions of all time. Yes, I freaking love Justin only because Connor, Connor the cat and I were making the exact same face whenever she did that. Like, his jaw was on the floor. It was like the like, ooh, like that face. Yeah. Yeah. I was screaming. Like, oh my God, oh my God. Lainey, I thought you brought up a good point the other night too, when or I guess it was just last night when we were texting about it. On uh, I like I think this was the first time in Bachelor history, Bachelor slash Bachelorette history, where the snitch got the group date rose, like got rewarded for snitching. And you were like, yeah, because she was the snitch on that. She was the snitch. snitch. And although I actually am, so I thought it was really interesting, Trey and Andrew's kind of like heated Mm -hmm. debate about this. Uh, I I really think they both made really mm -hmm. excellent points. Um, but ultimately Katie appreciated that Trey came to her, but I also think that immediately got him friend zoned, which he may or may not have been to begin Mm. with, but I feel like the snitch either gets friend zoned or either gets like sent home right away, but it is the first time that the snitch has gotten the rose. Well, um, Obviously, I was watching Nick Viall's Instagram today to see what he had to say. Obviously, yes. And he talked about how with group date roses, there two, there's two kinds. There's like love roses, which like you like them. And then I forget the other rose he said. It was like a reward rose or something like that. And he basically mm-hmm. said, Trey got one of those. Like yeah. he didn't get a love rose. He got like a- I like, appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Gold rose. star. Oh, man. Thomas but yeah I just feel like she's like sending him home left and right mm-hmm. get out of here and now I can see why you know there were some like rumors floating around that she had ended the season early I can kind of see how that would potentially happen I don't know right because it like technically mm-hmm. wrapped early not mm-hmm. really told a Claire but she oh yeah like, yeah yes no no yes yeah yes, yes no yes we love mm-hmm. it. rich yes okay 
let's we'll we'll like go back to the group date in the beginning then so i thought that this was really fun i always really like a group date where there's like no fighting and you see them all laughing mm -hmm. um i love that they like cried when they had to eat over five thousand calories <laughs> oh my god a twinkie oh, in the car but seven years bro they were literally in tears yeah some more okay so what are your guys thoughts on Tasha and Caitlin. Uh, uh, okay, couple things. <laughs> Tasha said, whenever it was like the sweet nothings whisper, which I loved by the way, she said, someone call the cops. That was hot. <laughs> and I'm worried for her that in the event of a fire, she is gonna have that fire arrested instead of <laughs> I mean and then yeah I Caitlin uh, whom I love previously my favorite bachelorette both I love them both love them both <laughs> she is just not shining in the way that I think we expected her to I don't know if it's rattled her confidence having to stand next to Tasha because I wouldn't be able to speak if I had to stand next to Tasha. My confidence is rattled looking at Tasha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I, she so clearly like just stands out in terms mm -hmm. of like beauty and grace from <laughs> Caitlin and unfortunately our bachelorette. Like, yes. It's lit like literally thank God she's engaged because like if I was a contestant mm -mm. as a man or a woman, doesn't matter. Yeah. I would be like, why wouldn't I just date Tasha? I want to date Tasha. She's yeah, so Tasha's here. <laughs> Wait, you guys know Tasha's here. Right? <laughs> like, like asking the producers, like, oh my God, she did she say my name? Like, has she been like asking? <laughs> she about been, like, ask is she like talking about me? I think we have a connection. <laughs> I agree though. I don't think Caitlin was like meant for this job or mm -hmm. like, or if she was maybe alone, I yeah. think maybe, like she might be like, she might just be like playing that field of like, oh, I want Katie to shine and I don't want to like step on Tasha's toes and I want us to yeah. be equal partners in this hosting thing. But I, like, she hasn't said like four words in yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, to your point, I, I don't know if she just is like not been able to find her foothold and how she like fits in. But again, I don't think that they need two hosts, I think, uh, or, or if they had to maybe let them alternate by episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just feel like it's a very uneven dynamic mm -hmm. and the times where she's had the floor, it just kind of fell flat. Yeah. yeah. I had very high hopes for them. I was really, mm -hmm. really excited about what could possibly happen with them as the hosts. And I don't know if you guys caught this, but at the end credits, it said special guests, Tasha Adams and Caitlin Bristow. They were listed as special guests, not hmm. hosts. So I remember hmm. when this was like all announced and they were like on their Instagram, like we're in New Mexico, LOL. Caitlin like got on her stories and was like, I spent too much time on their Instagrams, but she was like on their stories. And she's like, we're not going to be host this season. We like Tasha and I have been talking about like how we want to be more like mentors, more like girlfriends. Like we don't want to be hosts. So maybe that was intentional because okay, like, maybe. they haven't yeah. been chosen as hosts of the show. Yeah. 
I don't know. But they're not doing a great job at mentoring either. No. Not at all. I couldn't even tell you the job description based on No. Katie, like, has to look for them. Like, she has to (laughs) do it, like... She has to search around the house <laughs> for them each time. I just like dropped something like, and my dog freaked out because I was like laughing so hard. <laughs> I mean, the fact that Tasha knocked on her door and she was like, oh my God, the last person I expected to see. I'm like, the host? The show you're on? Oh, the show? Yes. <laughs> Literally, I forgot Tasha was here. <laughs> yeah. How like, could you forget that Tasha was here? She's the star. <laughs> Katie was like, I didn't even know she knew my room number, let alone that I'd been here the whole time. Also, I think Katie is staying in a regular ass room. And I think Tasha and Caitlin have like (laughs) this presidential suite. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Tasha and Caitlin actually had their own like little houses. Yeah. Like like, they had like little villas. Yes. They had like villas to stay in because like, Again, on their Instagram stories, I saw Caitlin in like her huge ass kitchen. Like Jason, yeah, we're cooking tonight. I'm like, are you? Are you supposed to be like working? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Date tonight. Katie's like staying in the airstream from the first episode that the guy brought her into. <laughs> they just moved her in the trailer. <laughs> so that was a better RV. that RV <laughs> lived yeah. in. Yeah. It was very lived in. Oh, now it is being God. lived in again <laughs> yeah. by our lead. By our lead. Um, yeah, I, I almost, so I know Caitlin and Tasha are very nice. They're sweet, but I almost get like mean girl vibes from them. Mm. Like, you know, when Tasha came in and was just like, someone from my past came to my attention and said that they really wanted to meet you, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. Like, this triggers me in a way because like this has been done to me in like seventh grade and (laughs) great um and so I'm just like oh like I know that Tasha it you know Tasha has good intentions and I think her point of not wanting to tell Katie who it was was so that she wouldn't have any like preconceived notions or like go into it expecting someone or or whatever but it was just kind of a weird interaction and I know like all the stuff with Thomas was happening too yeah, and I think he wanted to talk about that, and Tasha just like blew it off and was like, "So, I have someone here from my past." Yeah, it just was very strange. It just felt like Tasha and Caitlin are just doing their own thing. Yes, I don't get what planet they're on. <laughs> no, very I don't weird. Know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love them. Like, it's not like it changes my opinion of anybody. I mm-hmm. just like don't. I feel like what I've seen if Tasha was alone as the host she could maybe like get mm-hmm. it together mm-hmm. but yeah I don't know I feel like it's a mess mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's just yeah. it creates some very uneven pacing I think that it's probably the best way I know how to put it we're like we're used to a certain flow mm-hmm. and that flow is getting all messed up yeah. yeah. I also think the producers are trying to take a different yeah. stance and it's like, they are afraid of doing too much. They're afraid of rocking the boat too much so that they're not even really doing enough. Yeah. Cause oh I, I, yeah. they're just like standing still essentially. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. actually kind of frustrating. Like it's like, yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't, 
I just think, uh, yeah, I think Lady nailed it. Like, I, they're almost afraid to offend any side of anything. Mm-hmm. So they're just, like, in the middle. And it's, like, I don't know. You're losing fans. Like, you <laughs> are. Like, okay, like, you're, like, Midwestern whatever people that, like, are going to stand Chris Harrison until the day he dies are going to stay on. Great. Mm-hmm. But you're losing other people in the mm-hmm. process. Clearly, mm-hmm. like I know so many people that didn't want to watch this season because they were just fed up after mm-hmm. Max, which I get. Mm-hmm. Um, can we circle back to the group date? There's yes. something I'm curious about, and I'd like to hear your opinions. Uh, and this is this is potentially controversial. The waxing. No, that's not controversial. I think everyone agrees that was amazing. <laughs> I could watch Christian wax all day. <laughs> That could be its own spin-off show, and it's just Christian waxing Trey, and I would Christian watch it. Christian being like, the end of the well, babe, rip. <laughs> gentle bro, gentle bro. Bippity boop. <laughs> I surrender. <laughs> um, All right, Peter Christian. He was he was a sleeper uh, hit. He was very hot. Gone Super way hot. too soon. Gone way too gone, but never forgotten. No, but no, um, I love to hear your controversial. Yeah, yeah. It, Greg, how do we? F- feel about him after that group date wait what i'm team greg wait what did he do sometimes i miss stuff (laughs) i don't think you missed anything really i've been a little suspicious of him from the start yes he's he's too sensitive for me i don't know i don't know maybe that's just because i don't want i don't don't know but he went to acting school and that has yes painted my (laughs) him him literally producing tears during the chili pepper thing felt very performative to me Yeah, in a way that I did not trust. Also, he screamed, I love you three times to Katie. He did. He was like, I love you. <laughs> and I, I like, I get that. I'm sure he was just like struggling because of the heat. But also. Do we even know if he took a bite? Guys, was it on camera? My brain is literally exploding right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Lady I, and I are contrarian indicators. Yeah. Everyone else is like way team Greg. And we're like, mm, bit they theatrical. Like, he looks like Eric Matthews from <laughs> the hair of Eric Matthews. Whoa, he does kind of look like Eric Matthews. Yeah. I like Greg. I I was I will say I wasn't like convinced that they were gonna end up together. I'm still not. I think he's gonna make it far. Mm-hmm. But like I was definitely like whatever if they faked eating the habaneros it worked on me <laughs> a lot of them were crying and I thought it was like at first I they were like eating peppers and then like showing their love and I was like this is so stupid like <laughs> why does eating this pepper means that you'll do anything for Katie and then I realized it was so that they could all cry during the fake engagement and I thought Remember they did that with Tasha on her season. They did that exact thing with the big ass fake ring and the pepper. God, that feels like years ago. A millennia. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Centuries. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. 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 And then his his sweet nothings into I actually loved the sweet nothings part. But remember he was talking I don't it was just, just started like a digger in Texas like yeah, what was he talking about what was this accent that he was doing <laughs> I don't know and like none of the girls were like they were like uh-uh. <laughs> does not inspire <laughs> lust 
<laughs> one thing I liked about this group date um, is when they were walking into the cocktail party. I don't know who said it, but one of the guys was like, I never expected New Mexico to be this cold. And they were all like, yeah, what the fuck? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I didn't think I'd have to pack my peacoat. um what are y'all's thoughts on andrew's recurring accent oh Oh, i thought you were gonna say andrew's turtleneck and i was also gonna say not (laughs) for a man whom i like very very, excuse me a young man whom i like very very much young boy a little teeny teeny (laughs) teeny tiny baby boy who i like there are so many things about him that I do not like. <laughs> okay, so can I can I tell you why? Uh, mm-hmm. From my personal experience, I hate accents so much. <laughs> oh no! So <laughs> Wait, there was this guy. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. It's short. Um, <laughs> there was this guy that just like would not let me not go on on a date with him. He went to the Citadel. So he didn't mm. and he was just like, just let me take you out. I'm going to be nice and blah, 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 blah. And so like, I said, okay, you can come to Clemson. You're not staying on my sorority dorm. We're not allowed to have boys. That was a lie. Um, but I <laughs> was like taking him to the least romantic places ever. So I took him to Osaka. And I know you guys both know that Osaka you get like a pile of food for like six dollars I mean it is unreal and so I took him there because I knew that like it wasn't gonna and I was like I insist on paying on my own dinner or whatever and he loudly starts to do an Australian accent out of nowhere bad 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 and I just think it was an Australian food <laughs> like was he confused about the, he like ordered shrimp think, on the Barbie? T- <laughs> you know, I never thought about that, but I think Australian accent is really the only one that he could do. Sure, I didn't want to find out if he could do others. <laughs> but he was so, the whole thing was just so cringy for me that I associate fake accents with that. <laughs> And so all I want to do is just curl up into my own butt and just like hide forever. And I cannot stand it. So that is why that is my soapbox on why I hate the accent. Imagine Triggering. living with somebody that just like for fun went in and out of accents. Absolutely <laughs> not. Mm-mm. Would never happen. Couldn't do Would it. Would never get that far. No. But I feel like that's something like, I feel like that's Katie's sense of humor. Like Katie is weird yeah. like I love yeah. her but yeah she's like really kind of a weird girl <laughs> yeah so luckily my husband doesn't do fake accents thank god will, so, so annoying. happy to hear that. yeah but so for Katie yes and this is the whole point is Katie seems really into it <laughs> so weird deeply unfazed by the accent and the turtleneck which <laughs> Each of those standalone might be a deal breaker for me in conjunction would definitely be an ejection from my TV show. He's perfect, but he wears, He's perfect, but. <laughs> he wears a turtleneck and or. Wait, that's work. like literally the best name of a show that I've ever heard in my life. He's perfect, but. And then but, like, girl, Connie's been playing that game for years. I love playing it. <laughs> Perfect face, perfect body, one tooth. Oh my gosh. But he's yeah. perfect. But he's but perfect. He is perfect. Yeah. But... And that's Andrew. 
Yeah. Perfect taste. Perfect character. Talks in an accent. Or kind of like write a book, like literally hmm. write a book called He's Perfect Butt. <laughs> I'm like, making a lot of money. <laughs> like All right, that, folks, you heard it here f- first. <laughs> that title needs to exist in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like beyond this one episode. <laughs> yes. Literally write that book. He's but, perfect, but. Yeah. Should you start your own pod? Oh. Podcast. <laughs> book eventually we'll make it into like a, t- a movie t-shirt <laughs> the franchising i'm gonna do the hannah montana of dating if we want to make this thing really big we gotta do t-shirts visors <laughs> maybe the only visors. way okay speaking of mm, i don't know the opposite of perfect let's talk about blake <laughs> oh blake. oh like, like I, I, I didn't have such like a visceral reaction to him on Claire slash Tasha's season. I was kind mm-hmm. of like, all right, guy, can you just calm down? Yeah. But it's gotten out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, my husband was like, isn't that the guy who bought the book on dementia and for Claire's season? It sure is it that did. guy. He didn't, I don't think it was unclear if he read it or not. He didn't say he read it. He, he didn't said say he, he read it. it. He, he says that he got it. Um, which anyone. Anyway. I want it in a raffle. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I've always thought he was super annoying. Although it's not his fault that Claire ditched and Tasha came on. And so this is yeah. t- technically his third bachelorette. Which Katie was like, eh, he, she was kind of calling him out for being a bachelorette whore, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's, it's not really fair to Blake. It's not his fault. But like, what are the odds that he like falls in love with Claire, also falls mm-hmm. in love with Tisha, and then now is wanting to fall in love with Katie? Like, mm, he just wants to fall in love. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good look to fall. I really think that. I, I don't think okay. he's like got insidious motives. I really think he just wants a partner so badly. I'm gonna write that. No, book. I, I think you're. I think you're right. <laughs> I'm gonna write like a Nicholas Sparks. It's gonna be like I how Nicholas about Sparks <laughs> writes female leads about love. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the opposite and do male lead, and it's gonna be Blake, and it's gonna be called "He Just Wants to Fall in Love." <laughs> Aww. make Blake the Bachelor. Just kidding. no, no, no. no. <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> all right now you can write that in your, out of your bachelor fan fiction can have blake as the lead i don't need that in real life <laughs> now it's gotten out of hand um it was a joke you guys joke. um i will say uh, and and i don't like to like pick apart appearance because it's you know vain and vapid and all that do we think his underbite looked better oh i don't think mm-hmm. i knew he had one I don't know his his beard and his jaw his he's he has got a triangular shaped face but in like the opposite direction it's like um pointy up top and then like wide at the bottom my mm-hmm. my friend Ethan DM me because I, I put up a poll about how the people are feeling about Blake yeah largely negative for those of you wondering <laughs> uh yeah my, exactly. my friend Ethan DM me and said he has a dreidel shaped head and that yeah. is not wrong. Yeah, it's kind of like square. Very angular. Very angular. at the bottom and square at the top. Oh my God. Speaking of angular, I think Courtney <laughs> with a Q is the most angular person that I've ever seen. And all he does is traps. It's just traps. 
<laughs> I heard that someone described him as the Oscar statue. <laughs> oh my gosh. I listen, <laughs> I'll say it. I like Quartney. What do you like about him? His angle. What is he what has he said that you connected with? Um, I wouldn't say that he said anything. <laughs> I would he say he said anything. he's just kind of been in the background yeah. and he's very, very agreeable. Yeah. <laughs> he does largely agree. And I really like his I really like that his name's Quartney because I like saying it. <laughs> you know it's my least favorite thing about him. <laughs> his name is Courtney. <laughs> but he's perfect, but his name is perfect. But. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless he changed his name, his birth name to Courtney, then we can't fault him for that name. <laughs> I know, I get it. It's not his fault. It's his cross to bear. Wow, none of this stuff are these men's fault, but here we are. Yeah. Okay. Blake can't help that he has a dreidel shaped head. <laughs> he can't help it. Okay. Um, I kind of have a theory about Blake showing up. Okay. Um, it not to keep talking about Nick Vial, even though I could all day. Um, I I think that Katie has been compared to Caitlin a lot. I've compared her to Caitlin on this podcast because mm-hmm. she's a little risque. She's like, just says what's on her mind. They were similar contestants. Um, yeah. I think that they're, they're very different people, honestly, but I just think in how they were contestants, they were similar. And uh, Caitlin, like very famously had like chosen, basically chosen Sean B like before the season had even started, like mm-hmm. essentially before she was the bachelorette and they needed to bring somebody on. And so they found somebody from Caitlin's past that she had like essentially DM'd with. And I'm sure they mm-hmm. just found that out from talking and brought him on the show. That was Nick. That's wow. kind of what's happening with Blake here. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Katie necessarily has picked her guy in the same way that Caitlin did. But I think for all the reasons that we're saying that we like her, she's super decisive. She knows what she wants. Like not really a ton of like, not a ton of drama, uh, like honestly that like they needed a dramatic element. And I think that they just kind of copied what like that template from Caitlin's season by bringing Blake on, like found a guy she DM'd with, brought him on to mm-hmm. throw the pot. I saw Bachelor Data, that Instagram account, mm-hmm. posted something about how far people make it from like old seasons when they come on either like midway through or like right at the beginning. And I think it's about 50-50, like either they make it really far or they kind of just get sent home right away. I have a feeling that Blake is going to make it very far. So do I. I yeah. I, as much as it feels so gimmicky now whenever they bring back an old contestant. I actually kind of do like Blake for her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. I, I didn't think I would, but whenever they were actually interacting, I was like, ooh, I actually kind of see this. Yeah. Like, kind of makes sense to me. She's very giddy around. Yes. Me. Answering the door naked and then instantly having on a hoodie and being like, sorry, I decided to find a breath mint. <laughs> That's like her same kind yeah. of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least they like each other. <laughs> like it's so, not for us but he made someone for everyone <laughs> yeah led yeah. yeah. to every pot okay <laughs> i made a vow to myself that i like was not gonna be so hard on her outfits <laughs> but i think that we have to and like it's gotten to the point where when they were showing like just body shots of blake putting on his shoes and putting on his bomber jacket 
I actually had just assumed it was Katie because I'm like, <laughs> that's literally what she wears. <laughs> Men's yes. size 10 loafers. Like, I was like, oh, interesting. Katie's changing to go see him. <laughs> and then it was like, oh no, that's like. <laughs> it's like, I love how they had literally like showed him in all the promos before the season even started and then now they're pretending like we don't know who it is and they're trying to like blur him out and like make him this mystery and we're just like it's it's just Blake (laughs) we know it's him we know we've been posting about it for months (laughs) yeah Yeah. um speaking of Katie's outfits which again I don't like to focus on it because you know the but caliber how of her person. You, literally, how could you not? Ugh. And again, I don't think it's Katie's fault. I do mm. not. I think it's the stylist's fault. You have veto ability. Yeah, maybe Katie's vetoing everything. I think she's veto. I think that they give her like eight beautiful outfits and she's like, mm, it's just not me. And they're like, well, do you want this sequined? blazer dress that somehow both flannel and houndstooth and she's like oh my yes the one (laughs) that that's me i didn't know i could hate an article of clothing more (laughs) than i hated i was very confused jacket dress glitter combo fits her like they're not doing Mm -mm. any justice like but this is why she's so beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. But I did like that one shoulder green dress that she was wearing. Only thing that has worked so far. Yeah. Only thing that yeah. has worked. Oh, not the only thing because her rose ceremony dress, the bedazzle last night. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh, I thought it was dress? one of the most B. Sorry. That is the dress she should have worn night one. That yeah, that's the dress she should wear every day for the rest of her life, including Mm -hmm. her burial day and her wedding day. That's Mm -hmm. the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I think that is definitely more like traditional bachelorette garb. Garb. Yeah, that should have been her night one dress. Like Mm -hmm. that should have set the caliber for the season. And I am mad at the stylist because I get Mm -hmm. it. You need like your bachelorette, your lead, they need to be comfortable in what they're wearing. Mm -hmm. I understand they're going to have vetoes, like, but it is literally your job to make Mm -hmm. sure that they look good on camera and the clothes are doing her no justice. Her sweaters don't fit. She should not be wearing thigh high boots over jeans. She is too short. Like, it's just like, like khaki pants. Why do you even own khaki pants? (laughs) Where did they find those? I think they're trying to be very on theme with New Mexico. <laughs> that is the only explanation for the khaki. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just better. like, I don't Desert know. style is not even Great Plains style. You guys seem to know a lot about Apparently. geographical fashion she's just gonna rock up next week with like a full-on gecko necklace and we're just gonna be forced to accept that as yeah. fashion yeah. yeah whatever i know she posted on her instagram story she's just like stop coming at me about my side part <laughs> yeah i, I, I love actually that. do feel bad because i'm like part of the problem because like all i want to talk mm-hmm. about is how poorly dressed she is but it's just shocking like it's actually shocking every week I'm like wow didn't think it could get worse and here we are I I do think it's hard again being juxtaposed with Tasha 
exactly. who is fair. just blowing everyone out of the. I mean, she looks like even, a beauty queen. Like she's small, yes, like yeah, she's made to model. Yeah, and so and part of me wonders if they're like, okay, literally no one can compete with Tasha, so why even try? Let's just go like a very different direction with Katie's style. That way, they it's like also, no comparison. Yeah, they could also dress down Tasha a little mm-hmm. bit more. I do not believe they I can. Mean, well, I, mean, maybe, I don't think maybe so. Maybe physically they can't. <laughs> Talk about a controversy. I and mean, yikes. Because that's put her in a burlap sack and she would still be the hottest that's one. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. If Tasha was wearing what Katie was wearing, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I was going to say, if Tasha was wearing that awful coat dress, I'd be like, oh my God, how does she do it? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, I, I don't know. We'd end up talking about Tasha here. Um, <laughs> guys, any last thoughts on the season, the episode? Uh, one thing that I know uh, Connie was keeping track of was like, I don't know what they're called when people say like not wor- words that don't exist. Um, Tom- misuse expressions. Yes. Thomas said they're, they have demonstrized me. <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like we just need to address that because that is not a word. <laughs> and you can tell he's a liar. Um, <laughs> if, that, if I didn't know before, I sure know now. Yep. He said that. And then Christian said the straw that broke the camel back. <laughs> <laughs> That's like such a like little rich boy thing. If I've ever heard it before. <laughs> the straw that broke my camel back. It broke my camel back. <laughs> <laughs> no guys literally the straw on my camelback broke <laughs> it broke oh man that's that really being said good. I am going to DM Christian when I get off of this call you, <laughs> you 100% should yeah he hey we need to go to Boston maybe we can find him <laughs> I think we could easily she, find him she is sending home some hot guys i like my heart broke when john went home last week like i was in utter shock was he the only one that your heart was broken about oh garrett with the red red hair i know i spent a like a good hour just like going through chris uh no garrett's social media i know i loved my redhead I'll be fine. Good looking redhead too. He was very, very good. We need that representation on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Representation. I was, I was really sad to see David go. Um, We didn't really get much from David this season. Also, there's another Andrew who has only spoken two words. There are a few guys, and he's actually really cute. I would like to see more of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are a few of them where I was like, I've never seen this man in my life. Never seen him in my life. Um, I actually, I can't believe I'm saying this. I was a little bummed to see the other Connor go home. He only oh, spoke yeah. twice, yeah. but both times he was low-key very funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was saying this was like his first round of dates. Like he had not had a date until mm-hmm. this week or something like that. So, you know, it sucks, but. But it's like that just proves a point that like Katie doesn't like um, mm-hmm. the like objectively funny people she like likes her sense of humor which is good yeah marry somebody that has your same sense of humor Mm -hmm. I just but does Greg have her sense of humor I would say no I yeah that's actually a good point Mm. point. yeah I think the least surprising thing I ever heard on the last night's episode was Greg was like I've got a weak stomach (laughs) (laughs) we know Greg we've been looking at (laughs) you 
Well, you could tell. He could, he could never handle a night at the Osaka Inn with Lainey. The <laughs> <laughs> Osaka Inn? Was, yeah, I'm sorry. What is this place? It was, I don't know. It was Osaka Express. Huh. Where was I going? Honey, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know where you were going. Did you I probably picked you up from there, though. Yeah. Did you spend the night in the Clemson Osaka? Yeah, it was only $10 extra. Uh-huh. <laughs> $6 for a mound of food, $10 for a pillow. All you can eat yum yum sauce. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note. And on that. Um, Connie, Lady, thank you so much for joining me. This was so fun. Thank, thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. Oh my God, of course. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. And until then, let's pray Katie's outfits get better. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard and you want to support the pod, please rate, leave a review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine a podcast. Now, imagine a musical. Now, imagine the two of them made one million babies. Well, you don't have to imagine it because it's real and it has a name. One Million Musicals. Each month, we bring you a brand new original podcast musical featuring talent from across Broadway, films, and TV. You'll hear tales of spooky ghosts, Wild West shootouts, adventures on the high seas, and much, much more. One million musicals. Only a few hundred thousand to go. A Campfire Media Podcast. Campfire.